I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to another edition of Rivals. I'm Scott Mitchell, and I'm here with uh, Jason Bam- Buck. Buck. Bambi. Bambi Buck. Buck. What the da, Buck? Da, 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 what the da, da, Buck's da. going on in here? Yeah. I leave you kids alone for a minute, and oh. you take over the radio station. Yep, and the NFL locker room is full of Buckisms. Yes, I, I can only imagine. So <clears throat> we've been talking in the past about personalities and, of football players, and we, we kind of decided – Unilaterally, at least I decided. Yeah, all by yourself that you're uh, a James Bond. That I was Bond. The quarterback. It got me thinking about Bond. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're off air. We're talking about. It. I'm like, yeah. we all love James Bond. We love James Bond, right? So, so who is your favorite James Bond? And and I think what's interesting here to me is that this is something that has spanned. I mean, decades. I mean, this oh. goes back to the, the 1960s, and yeah. it's still going the strong 60s, today. yeah. And so you've had all these different bonds, right? Yeah. And, and, they've, uh, and, they're, and they're, their personalities are different. Their styles are different. And so I'm just curious, you know, who is your favorite Bond? You know what? I, and I, why? And as we talked about, I'm a huge James Bond fan. I mean, I've I've loved this since I was a little boy. Why? So, I just ha- I have what I mean. What is it man, about? Just, I mean, he's it, a man's it, man, right? I mean, he's a, he's a man's man. Well, he's I understand because he's kind of a quarterback he's, type of personality. I get that. <laughs> no way. He's debonair. You know, he's tough. He can fight. You know, he's the suspense. You know, he's always got the lady. I mean, you're, you're good against evil. It has it has all those pieces of the formula that make it a, a movie that lives through the ages and never goes bad never goes dry but i i go i go back to um sean connery i mean i just i'm a big sean connery fan okay and, and i love just i loved he was a, he was a tough guy you know he was just he wasn't the debonair guy i mean he had a little bit of that but he's more of the tough guy you know a tall scottish man and he had a great accent and, and he was just tough i think i think a young sean connery with today's you know special effects and and quality of filming would just knock it out of the park and be amazing. So so Sean Connery to you is kind of the every Bond. He could he could transcend all all the eras. He's the D lineman. He's the Jason Buck D lineman of did, James Bond. Okay. He did more with less. Uh, is what you're saying, <laughs> right? I mean, you, you're, that's what you're. I mean, like if he had if he had today's technology and all that stuff, he would be. 
out oh, of this world. So, so he did, did an amazing, yeah. an, did an amazing, amazing job with what he had. He was like playing with the old uh, suspension helmets and leather helmets, you know, right. comparing yeah. it to football. He, he, back when, back when they, you know, football players were really football players, and it's kind of yeah. back when Bond was really Bond, was really Bond. Then he was your guy, and and I love, I love Sean Connery. I do. I I love him in so many movies, in all of his movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think of the the Untouchables was, you know, was oh, I just loved him that in that that one. movie. Is great in that movie. Uh, so I've I've always always enjoyed his movies, but he's not my favorite Bond. I know yeah. it's a shocker, it, it, but but mine surprisingly because I like a lot of these other Bonds, but but my my Bond is Roger Moore. Love and, Roger Moore, and I just to me when I think of James Bond, I just I just think of Ro- Roger Moore, and I can't see another Bond. Like I can't, I can't see Pierce Brosnan. You grew up with him. You grew it up was him. it was when I grew up with with James Bond, and there was just something about he was he was uh, he was kind of a smart aleck in, in some ways. You like know, a there quarterback. Was, he was there Roger, he, he Roger was, there Moore was, was the James the, Bond quarterback. There, there was just this dry wit Version. to him, and and he was the most convincing to me of like that the women would just fall all over him. Oh, you yeah. know, there, there was just a. There was just like, whoa, that is that's. James I mean, he had Bond some great right Bond there. girls yeah. too, like he, Jane he, Seymour. He really had. Yeah. He, none of the Bond girls were bad, right? I mean, right. Uh, but but for me, it's just it's it's kind of it's not so much him as it is as as it is the era of which I connected to to the Bond series, and uh, our our producer Ethan, you know, he he brought up a really interesting point about um, the different. Um, styles of these of all the James Bonds. of all the James Bonds yeah. and how how some of them like like a Roger Moore are less apt to fight. You know, for them it's like fighting is kind of a an afterthought or just you know a, a brief punch or two here. You know, kind of karate chop them in the neck and it's over with. Yeah. Whereas you as you have um, Daniel Craig. Craig who is like we're going to get after it, you know. So the fight scenes are more intense and I love that and, right. And so it's it's and it's something that I. I never really um, paid a lot of attention to, you know, I, you know, which which I think was a, an interesting. I think that was a great analogy, though. The brawling James Bonds, you know, Daniel Craig, and and more of you know Sean Connery, and then the more debonair, you know, by deception and intrigue, James Bonds, Pierce Brosnan. He's him and him and uh, so, Roger Moore were a little similar. I see. Think, I like Pierce way. Brosnan. I like Daniel Craig. You know, Timothy Dalton. I, you know, I love Sean Connery, but for me, it was Roger Moore. So. A little, a little interesting uh, fact, which I found out um, a few years ago. So I love, I love the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and it was yeah. a movie that I really, as a kid, it was there was just a, something magical about this flying car and this whole thing, and and the the Candyman scared me to death, you know. And my kids watch it today, and they they just they despise the Candyman with the long nose, you know, just right. you know hated him. But that that has a James Bond esque. To it, and the reason is because uh, Ian Fleming actually uh, produced and 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 developed Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So it has that, you know, where you know it has yeah. the the flying car, and they go in and they yeah, rescue. I did not they know say, that Ian Fleming did that. So so the thing also that's fascinating to me is here is this series, this Bond series, and it's transcended decades. You know, sixties. You know, and it's still strong today. When we come back, we're going to talk about. Like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, some of those movies that we can just that never get old to us. That we, we can just watch over. over and over and over again. 
You're listening to Rivals. Come back. We're going to talk about our favorite all-time movies. Welcome back to Rivals. We, <laughs> we're talking all things Bond, James Bond. Now, we did determine that we're both James Bond, I guess, in the end. I mean, quarterbacks are James Bond, but you're the Roger Moore James Bond. Everybody wants to be the quarterback. And I'm like I, the, get, I understand. I'm like I get, the Daniel Craig, I, I understand. Roger Moore James Bond. You know, Bond. If, it, if it makes you feel better, yes, J- Jason, you are James Don't Bond. Don't leave me out of the club. No, you're, you're James Bond. I, I, yes, you're in. So <laughs> we were talking a little bit about um, – this whole Bond phenomena that's gone on for years, and and people love to watch it. I I do, you do, and and it's interesting, and it's you know got me curious. What are those movies, and that you can just watch over and over again, because sometimes, it's like they change the character, and it just kills the movie, right? And it's just yeah. fascinating how they've had all these Bonds, and it's not so much the character, but it's it's. Sometimes they have a sequel, and it's just it's just not quite the same. And but there are just certain movies, and it, they don't have to be sequels or or a series of movies. But what are some of those movies for you that just that you could you could just never get tired of watching? Gosh, you know I I, I obviously love action movies. You know James Bond, Star Trek, you know those kind of things. But as far as series go, and they never get old to me. Um, some of the great movies that just inspire me and hit, you know, impact me for my life. I mean, I just Gladiator, right? I just loved Gladiator with Russell Crowe. I could watch that again and again. And uh, so, what is what is it? Is it is it just that you know, in the face of these just tremendous odds, he he just overcomes and he just you know, and he's fighting for these great values and fighting for the every is is that is it is it the story? Is it the emotion it draws in you? I mean, what what draws you back or into these movies? Yeah, I'm fascinated by how some you know, like Ernest goes to camp, kind of not <laughs> one of those movies. You know, I'm just right. You know, no, no, I, just kind of these movies that I literally can transport myself into and live the emotion of it and feel the emotion of it and feel like I'm there living that part. I mean, Rocky one. I, mean, I go back to the Rockies and I just. He cried, I cried. He fought, I fought. You know, I just was, I was just so involved in the movie and living it, going, man, that that guy's living my life. No, oh, I could, I could see that with Rocky. Yeah, oh, I could see, yeah, yeah. Jason Buck definitely the, is Rocky. The Rocky one, yeah. I just see. You're not fourteen James years Bond. old the first time I, I saw it. You're Rocky. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> yeah. guy, it's funny in the NFL, the guys would say that when I'd come in from one of my fights in the practice, and they'd be like, Yo, Adrian. And I thought, okay, I'll take that. But uh, definitely Rocky guy, Gladiator, Blast the Mohicans, you know, so the real great classics. Yeah. I, but it is. You go back to them and they all have that story of great adversity and challenge and never giving up and emotion. And So I love the Indiana Jones. Okay. Great adventure movie. I love Back to the Future. And here is a, cra- a crazy movie. You're a little more fun-loving. A li- a li- I like A little those. bit, yeah. Like kind of uh, – but those are action, 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 adventure. Yeah. action, adventure. They're just, they're just not the kill you kind of, you know, beat you up kind of. Yeah, and, not and, quite and as you're, heavy. You're a defensive lineman, and but I do like the, all those movies you just mentioned. I, I love Rocky. I love Gladiator. Um, I'll give you another one. This is a quirky movie, but I'm just telling you, you got to go see it. 
the world's fastest Indian. And it's this it's the same story of Rocky. Only only the guy doesn't fight. So it's a true story based in um about a, a gentleman named Burt Monroe. And Anthony Hawk Hawkins Hopkins plays him in the movie. He's this quirky guy, lives in his little shed in New Zealand. And he's he's a genius as it relates to Indian motorcycles. Oh, okay. And he can make them go fast. And he races them on the beaches of New Zealand. Okay. And all he wants to do is is go to the Bonneville Salt Flats and race his motorcycle. That's like his life's ambition. Anyways, it, it's a great movie. And it's it's one of those, I mean, I'm just telling you, you fall in love with it when you see it. And so I like those movies like that. I, I love like... Um, this the, a new movie that came out, Hidden Figures. I love Last of the Mohicans. I love the music in Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, it's great. One, one of my one of my favorite all, all time all time. Magua movies. cut out his heart and held it up. I mean, that's 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 good just, stuff right there. That's pre, that's, that's football that's good, game stuff. That's good cinema. That's good cinema. You know, you know, you'd name some great classics. For me, the, if I go back to my classics to describe and who I am is John Wayne, dude. I. I grew up the biggest John Wayne fan as a little kid. I watched his old his old B movies from like the nineteen twenties and thirties. I mean, he was John, John Wayne was Americana and the man. So when you get a great story, yeah, and you get a great character like like a Russell Crowe or a um, a John Wayne, because I do I love some of those. I, I love some. Of, I love like I've watched Casablanca. Love that movie. Oh yeah, some of those. Humphrey Bogart. You know, it's like okay, I get I get why this is such a, a great movie. Here's one for you, because mine's all over the board, right? Yeah. My daughter, who just turned 16, one of our favorite things to do is to watch the movie Grease together. Oh, no. And and, and we love watching it, and it never, it never gets old. My wife and daughters will, like, force me to watch a chick flick once in a while, and it, it kills me. See? But I do. I get. We have an agreement. I get, like, one chick flick in for every 10 man flicks. So... W- on our on our show and in the future, we're, we're actually going to have these rivalry challenges, and that's one of the things you're going to do when you lose. I'm going to make oh, you watch. I'm going to make you watch a week's worth of chick flicks. Oh, how about one chick flick? That'd <laughs> no, be enough torture. No, a week's worth. It'd be chick date flicks. night with my wife, yeah. and, that, that, and you're going to lose. We, we got to come up with a, a challenge <laughs> so Jason has to watch ch- chick flicks. What I can't watch 300 and <laughs> you know cutting my enemies' heads off. So um, we're at the end of another episode. Uh, I'm James Bond. He's Rocky. Hope you've enjoyed Rivals.